What'd you find out? About what? About Rudy T. Oh, that, uh, yeah. He is... No, he's, I think he's, he's in there as... Um, he's going in as a coach this year. Like, just a coach. So never as a player? Nah. Damn, I still don't know what took so long for them to figure that out. Well, you know, like... Typically lost in the... Um, because he kind of he kind of came and went really quickly too. Like it was like he, yeah, but even more so. Like yeah. Do you know how difficult it is to come and come, to come and go, and then still be remembered? Do you realize how difficult that is? When you're just in and out, rapidly. When you when you when you were able to just come and then leave, and leave a mark. It's important to leave a mark when you're there. Got to leave a mark. Yep. Several marks even. Yep. Right there on the butt cheeks of society. Yep. I mean, you really, you really, you really got to hold their head and take them there, don't you? That was that was a minute. That was yeah. almost a minute exactly. Yeah. Coming to you live from Ed's living room. You're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Shout out to Rudy T though for making it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, the most accomplished head coach. The Rockets have ever had, and like, it's not even not close. close. Like got two rings, not even close. Like our two championships are from that guy. It's a boat race, yeah. In terms, like it's actually just one boat, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the rest of people are just swimming in life jackets, basically. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. That's Ed. I'm Aaron. Yeah, still trying to figure out how to intro this show. I don't know. You gotta I mean, think about it. If someone's listening to the very to the show for the very first time, like what are they hearing? We just kick in the door. I like, just come in and just say like, um pregnancy test and just run with it like mm-hmm. it isn't when we when we start speaking that's the intro yeah you got to just sit tight and hold on yeah be ready for this ride maxi pads we're here like it's <laughs> i don't know uh how was your week it's busy yeah yeah i'm still serving out yeah because they open up everyone now so it's, um, it's all open for vaccinations open for now yeah so well, you're just you're just throwing darts at and you, you just re, you replace the needles with just throwing darts. Now you're just throwing needles into people's arms. I think like um, by next week they're gonna get. We're talking about getting me like just a, a rifle. Oh, sweet! Like a like just an air rifle that I can just and I'll just sit them in a booth and they'll I'll just just sit from like thirty yards away. Just yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. No, I want the I want the I want, I want like I want like an air rifle. Oh, you like want I the want, gun? Yeah, I want to be able to load a syringe in the rifle and then just shoot the person. What it makes you wonder why we can't do that yet? I think I think we're just slacking. Like I think we have our priorities in the wrong places. You Probably. know what I'm saying? Like I don't know why we don't have vaccine guns yet. Like that would make for a fun game. Definitely. Yeah. Don't you I, think that would make for? Like, so picture this, right? You got a bunch of anti-vaxxers out in the field, right? And then you got a bunch of pharmacists like you with rifles and and blow gar- darts and shit like that. Yeah. And it's your job to try to hit as many anti-vaxxers as possible. This is very Hunger Gamesy. It's like it feels like kind of like the dystopian type of thing. Are we that far away from it though? No, not. Is really. it that hard to envision? No, I'm just I'm just I'm just stating the fact that what it looks like it's all but yeah, it's um but you would think that like the way people react to getting a shot that I had a gun already and I don't. Are people a little scared of getting hit? I understand that you're not liking a needle because, I mean, who likes being, you know, poked with a needle? Junkies. I mean, well, yeah, there is that. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I've even had some, I even had some that were like, 
I had I had I had one one or two guys that were afraid of needles, but had needle marks in their arm. And I was like, why Oof. are we doing this? Oof. Like, why do you got why you got to tell me that though? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I mean, it's fine. You could just you could just get your you can just get your shot and walk away. Like, you have to do this. We have to do this. I mean, you know, you know everybody uh, lies at some point. We know, but I mean, well, why though? Like, what are we gaining here? Like, remind me about this dude. You could just get you could, you could just say nothing, and it'd be fine. Like, you never see me again. But now I just know that you're a blatant liar just off the rip for no reason whatsoever. Like, yeah. I don't... Why, dude? You know what? I'll say this. I'm going to shoot him some bail. Okay. Maybe they're not junkies. Maybe they were donating blood and plasma. That's a lot of blood and plasma they're donating, dog. A lot of, I mean, you can do it. You can do it pretty often, I think. I like, think you could donate blood like every other day. You can? I don't know. Like, uh, you should know that. I mean, I don't donate blood or even like research that kind of thing to do on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know I mean, that's not something I looked into. I technically can't donate my blood. Why? It's too rich. Are you? Are, are you built different? I guess. Built different. God damn it! Don't. I knew you were going to built different. Like <laughs> they so. can't make more of me. Uh, can't yeah. synthesize me. Yeah. Yeah, you. I was like, I, 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 I was hoping you steer away from it, but now nah, you nah. steer right into it. That you're built different. I was like, I was, I was this close, and Man. I'm putting my fingers very close together. I'm this close. I was this close to doing the egg and the arm challenge. God damn it! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I almost why, did it. Dude? I almost why? did it. Why? I don't know. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad I didn't either, because that's you can't take that back. You don't want to go. That's, that's gonna be on the internet forever. Like, yeah, you don't want to go viral for the wrong reasons. It's not even about you going viral. Like uh, your closest friends will have that, like, <laughs> and they'll just play you like breaking eggs <laughs> in your arm, and they'll just have that in the tuck yeah. for the rest of your life. True, like you know what I'm saying, like. You just, so you mean like videos of me getting pied in the face and uh, bro. eating an onion on? I mean, do you want to add more to the roster? I mean, listen, I'm already here. You want to just you want to just have like uh you want by the by the time you're like seventy, you will have like a highlight reel. I'm, that's at not, this point, I'm 36 years old. I am. And, who we, I am. Could, and we could play. We only just begun to like just the slow motions of you getting pied or you eat like in there. <laughs> if I kick the bucket before you do, I need you to ensure that. A reel of my greatest hits plays over my casket. Yeah, on no, a projector. It will. it will, and it will, I'm saying, I'm saying, the song will be "We've Only Just Begun." Like mm-hmm. it'll be that, and it'll just be you in slow motion. It'll be you getting pied. Mm-hmm. It'll be you eating hot, hanging on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be. <laughs> it'll just be the, the most. We've embarrassing. only just begun. Yeah, yeah. That's listen, man. That not, not a dry eye in the house. Like there won't not be a dry, a dry eye in the house. house. Not a not a. Not tears of sadness either, just tears of laughter. And yeah. Like, be, can you believe we were friends with this fool? Like, yeah. What a waste of time. I got you, dog. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, follow us on, don't follow us actually. Don't follow us. Follow us on our personal Instagrams. You yeah. can find those if you're smart. Instagram for me is a spectator sport, though. Instagram is certainly a spectator sport. Yeah. Instagram is best when left to those who are, you know, Opting in, I have guess. the energy. I guess have the energy. Like, gotta gotta have that energy for it. Yeah, I don't. Um, neither do I. But uh, check out our playlist on Spotify. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Yep. And ch- check out our uh, merch store. You can go to what is it? stateyourtake.spreadshirt.com. Yeah, I think. Um, if not, just Google State Your Take or State Your Take Away, and it should come up. And you find can, it. You'll find it. You'll find it. You'll you can be buy there. A, you can buy a shirt and shit. Waiting for you. You ready to get started? 
guess so, yeah. Okay, here we go. Ah, is, that, is that a fucking gun? Shit, sorry. Is that a gun? Yeah. Is that a, like you... Why do you have a gun in here? I meant to hit the bongos. You but know. like... I hit the wrong button. I'm saying, but like one is electric and plastic uh-huh. and one is a firearm. Yeah. How did you mix the bongo button with the, with your, with your gun? I, okay. You didn't blow my deposit. I made a mistake, okay? Can we just move on? Can you put it away? I, I'm putting it away. I'm holstering it right now, okay? All right. All right. Um, uh, let's talk about this dude who was yelling at this other dude and it made a big old splash. Big old splash. In the news. Big old splash. Dateline. White army drill sergeant charged after confronting black man for walking in neighborhood. Uh, Yeah, we're talking about race and racism because that's what we do on here. We're like, like, yeah, we're like, what, 10 minutes in? I would love to be just, we could talk about like, Horticulture. You remember that? You remember like the, remember. the days, the early days of our show where we were just carefree. We talked about like weird stories and whimsical. Yeah. Yeah, man. We were so like we're so you know, young. Yeah, we're Innocent. so young and like wide eyed. Oh, and we came in just to make jokes about new stuff that's are weird, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. guy that shared the penis and stuff. Like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. Remember that story? I do remember that story. We How could I forget it? We need to get an update on that story and just have that. We should look into it. Yeah. Uh, but now we're talking about uh, hate crimes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or precursors to hate this crimes. Is our, this is our bag now. A white non-commissioned officer in the United States Army was charged on Wednesday with third-degree assault after he was seen in a viral video shoving a black man and telling him, you're in the wrong neighborhood. The Associated Press reported that Jonathan Pentland, 42, was detained in the Richland County Jail in South Carolina on Wednesday. In the video that was originally posted to Facebook on Monday, Pentland can be seen walking close behind a black man. When asked what he is doing in the neighborhood, the black man says he is walking, and Pentland responds, let's go, walk away. You're in the wrong neighborhood, Pentland can be heard saying in the video. I ain't playing with you. I'm about to show you what I can do. Pentland demands to know where the other man lives and accuses him of harassing the neighborhood. When the black man responds to a woman Pentland identifies as his wife, Pentland shoves him. Uh, if you haven't seen this video, you can just find it. It's not it's difficult every, to find. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Um, the, uh, the army officer looks exactly how you would think he looks. He's, yeah. he's uh, beefy. He's bald. And I believe he was wearing cargo shorts. They got cargo shorts, yeah. Cargo shorts and flip flops, right? Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely flip flops. Um, It's kind of like the uniform for uh, racist white guys, right? Yeah, Homer Simpson was on one. Mm -hmm. Um, Homer Simpson was on one. He came out with the uh, with um, with the flip flops, which are just very inefficient shoes. Yeah. I, I personally hate flip flops because it's like something pops off. Yeah, we talked about this. If yeah, you can't run or fight in them, you can't, the, like, you can't. You can't wear in, those shoes. In a, in a, which is also why I feel like he was just he did he wasn't ready for any smoke anyway. Because mm-hmm. you don't come out if you're ready for smoking flip flops. Right. Because like when the shit goes down, it's the first thing that's not there anymore. Right. It's it, it bails on you. And then who the knows movement. what you step on? You might step yeah. on a piece of glass yeah. or a scorpion. You know something very dangerous out there. Like, like my first move would have been just step on the, just mash the toes. Mash the toes. Mash the toes. Mash the toes. Because you have um, flip flops. And then run away. You have a very uncommitted piece of footwear. You would think he would know that being in the army. They they're commissioned like boots, like yeah. certain kind of footwear, so that you protect your feet. Now Voldemort was slipping. Voldemort came out with the wrong footwear, mm-hmm. um, and he came out just mad aggressive. 
like you said, I had the cargo shorts on. Yes. Um, I don't know what was in the cargo shorts. Uh, if uh, I had to guess, I would say a slice of cheese and some brass knuckles. I would guess a can of chewing tobacco. Oh, good call. Some snus, maybe? And maybe like a, ca- a bottle opener. Definitely a bottle opener, but a yeah. bottle opener attached to a keychain. Yeah, it's a keychain bottle opener. Right, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that in the heat of the moment, he unhooked his cell phone from his belt clip. Definitely. Yeah, so his, his wife had the cell phone. His wife had the cell phones, probably. His yeah. wife uh, was also instigating in this incident yeah. and kind of egging on uh, Michael Chiklis, yeah. where she was, you know, essentially saying that, you know, you don't belong in this neighborhood. You yeah. were, you were, you were, we haven't seen you. Right. We, we, we don't know you around here. And then here's the interesting thing. When he was, when uh, the black dude was asked, you know, where do you live? And he didn't respond. I, I totally understood that. Because why would I want to tell you where I live if you're threatening me and you're towering over me and you're trying to intimidate me with, with violence? Yeah, in that moment, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know where your whereabouts are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just, you know... The pure audacity to try to in, uh, assert some sort of authority as if you are the, uh, the king of the neighborhood or something like that. Right. You know, uh, luckily this all was being filmed and luckily there were some uh, bystanders that got involved to, um, you know, uh, quell the situation. Right. Um, but yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, some charges are going to be brought up against this man and hopefully he'll, uh, he'll do some... Some punishment. I, yeah. don't know, I don't know if this is time worthy. Like, I don't know if third degree assault will get you jail time. But. Well, I think because he's in the military, uh, you know, Jason Statham has to worry about um, the actual law and then the military law. I've, yeah. I've heard. So I think that he might have two. I think that um, Stanley Tucci might have two things to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to worry about not just the, you know, the cops, but right. what the military is going to do to him. Yeah. And if, we've seen, and if we know anything, as we've seen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier's latest episode, spoiler alert, uh, I guess you can be court-martialed if, you, yeah. if, you, uh, <laughs> if you're not uh, an up, upstanding citizen once you get out of the, uh, the military, I guess. Yeah, that'd be very bad for John Malkovich. Very bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. Um, um, well, you know, I guess we'll keep up with this story and we'll get a little uh, update whenever it's available, but, you know... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully me, me and Whiteface gets to um, learn more about, you know, racial equality and stuff. God damn it. Seriously. Oh, shit. I thought you put that away. I did. You're but... putting holes in. I'm sorry. My, like, see, like, I mean, I know. Look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not who I am. I just, you know, hey. I got I got a little nervous. So. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Look. Um. We just did um, a thing mm-hmm. now where we're talking about a person, and we all we want to apologize because mm-hmm. we just we realize in hindsight that that may have come off as a bit racist. Um, I'd like to apologize to Stanley yeah. Tucci, yeah, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Voldemort, John Malkovich, Homer Simpson, um, Homer Simpson, um, Michael Chiklis, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, we want to apologize to you guys because we're not racist. We're not racist. It's not who we are. No, um, we don't have a racist bone in our body. It's not in our spirit. No. Um, I have many white friends. Yes, that will tell you. Yes, I am not a racist. Yes. I've also um, dated white women. That's correct. So 
he's been inside white women. Yeah, um, I'll just tell you that I am not. I can no. I, there's no way I can be a racist if I'm attracted to white women. Right. And in that capacity, I can never be a racist. Never. Yeah. So I mean, I just want before that becomes a thing, I just want to let you know that because you know I have white friends mm-hmm. and that I lust for white women on certain occasions, you know. That means that I can't be a racist. You know, some, and I don't want to, you know, put put words in other people's mouth, but some people might say that you're whiter than most white people. Right. So. You know, like, you mean, yeah, like, that's, so there, there's no way I could be racist. No. I mean, no. all right, yeah, so let's just move forward. Let, so that's, wait, that, so that's how that works, right? So we're, yeah. we're, good, we're good, right? We're good. We're good. We're, yeah. we're very good. We're right. very good. Cool. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to our good friend, uh, Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre has decided that he would like to eliminate, eradicate, disintegrate politics from out of sports entirely. Um, he said that the kneeling for the national anthem has created more turmoil. Tur- turmoil. 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 Um, just on the surface. Let's just, let's just attack that for a second. Do you think that the kneeling for the national anthem has created more turmoil in this country? Or were there, are there some other factors involved in the creation of turmoil in the United States of America <laughs> and to the republic for which it stands? Yeah. I, <laughs> um, um, Brad Favre. Uh, Man, uh, I would love to just talk about the fact of how I personally feel. Okay, that Brett Favre mm-hmm. is one of the most overrated quarterbacks ever. Okay, and now you're now you're talking my language. Let's, let's get disrespectful. Let, let's get into that first. Let's get let's into, get disrespectful. Let's I'm, gonna get, sp- I'm gonna spread my legs. <laughs> I'm gonna air my balls out, and I'm gonna get disrespectful on Brett Favre's ass. Let's get into the fact of how like you want you want some championships. Yes, I'll give you that. Sure, but let's also get into the fact that like you're also known to blow a game with a with a game and interception. Like that's something that was just in your repertoire. Woo. Let's talk about the fact that how the reason why no one could tell him to retire is because you're throwing as many picks as you did when you started playing as you did when you ended. Started off as trash. And you ended as and you ended that way. Ended as trash. You were like you were like a compost heap. He has a story that he tells people all the time about how he learned the nickel defense like his second year as a starter at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks it's so endearing. I'm like, he's telling everyone he didn't know how to do his job. Yeah. Like, your job is to read defense. You couldn't do that shit until your second year into the NFL. You learned from Ty Detmer. Ty Detmer taught you how to read defenses. That's like saying I knew how to teach, how to teach push-ups like six months into my profession. So I can't. You like you were just a guy who threw the ball really, really far. Yeah, and from a gunslinger position, like you came in sideways, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's a gunslinger." Yeah, like, he's he's shooting from the hip. Yeah, like he's, you're just a, you're just a guy who just threw, threw the ball really far. And and let's not mistake, also a bit of a perv. A lot of bit of a perv. A lot of bit of a perv. A lot of bit of a perv. Let's not forget, he showed his dick to a girl and never once sit. Yeah, never lived that down. Yeah, um, but for some reason. You think that you can speak on something like this? Well, this is what he had to say. He said, when I turn on, I know when I turn on a game, 
I want to watch a game. I want to watch players play and teams win, lose, and come from behind. <laughs> I bet you do, Brett. I bet you want to see a bunch of people come from behind, don't you? I mean, that's why I sent those picks up. A little sicko. You know what I'm saying? I want to watch all the important parts of the game, not what's going on outside of the game. And I think the general fan feels the same way. All right. All right. Let's address that for okay. a second. Because I hear that. Yeah. Debate that I think a lot. Like, it's not about the game anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just about the protest. So, was Super Bowl about the protest? Mm-hmm. We didn't watch we didn't watch Drunk Tom Brady for a week after that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, right. We didn't watch we didn't watch him throw that shit from boat to boat. Mm-hmm. It was about no, it was about the protest, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was about the protest, though. It like, wasn't a, it wasn't a single protest during March Madness, and everybody was tuned in. Yeah. That was about the we were all worried about the protest. Right, right. Yeah, right, that's yeah. it ruins the game. It ruins the game. It really right? ruins the game. Like, yeah. so we didn't. So it, it was. It wasn't about like the about um, one of the, the oldest quarterback in the league beating the young gun. Yeah, that was the. It was no. The it was Black Lives Matter. That was the narrative that week. Hey, I'm gonna say this real quick because a lot of talking points was that the ratings for the NBA were down during the bubble season, and the ratings for the Major League Baseball have been down during the protests, and ratings for football were down. Listen, guys, ratings across the board for live television is down as much as thirty percent, and that's due to having so many fucking options of things to watch, okay? So the news is down, okay? Uh, Sports are down. Uh, Sitcoms are down. Dramas are down. Everything is fucking down, okay? So let's not try to make a big deal out of ratings being down just so happens to coincide with a protest for social justice. Come on, man. Like, yeah, like, like it's this, this tired. That's really tired, bro. Like, you're really acting like, well, I could have watched the Super Bowl, but I was just worried about that darn protest. Like that was that's that's really was just the overriding thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't we we didn't watch it. We didn't watch um Baylor run Gazak out the gym. We were all worried about the protest, though. Right? Is that what we did? Right. And honestly, like <sighs> having players demonstrate on the court, you know, during uh, warm up and then after the game during their uh, their press conferences, I I don't understand the contention to that. I really don't. Like, what is it about you wanting to escape from the current state of reality so badly that you're willing to watch sports, right? Like, think about that for a second. Like, why do you want to escape life so much? Because it sucks. (laughs) Because it fucking sucks, dude. It sucks. Your life sucks. Your job sucks. Maybe your marriage sucks. Your kids suck. The fucking news sucks. Everything sucks, all right? So... Here's the thing. If you want to watch something that doesn't suck, that makes you feel good, you got to fucking work to make your rest of your life not suck, okay? Right. So if you really want to keep the players from protesting, how about you do us all a favor and do your part in helping the rest of the world stop sucking? Yeah. Or, or, or just stop acting like, you know, or just stop acting. Just act, I don't think this is ruining the game, though. Like, don't act, like, like, I'm just saying, like, I know people see it, and it's unpleasant to see. But it's not really a game. Like, don't do that shit. Like that to me, it's that's just. Come on, man. Oh, like, this you're... is this is this is the fucking one that drives me nuts. This is the quote. It's really a shame that we've come to this. Something has to unify us, and I felt like the flag standing patriotically because blacks and whites and Hispanics have fought for this country and died for this country. It's too bad. Shut the fuck up, Brad. Oh my god. Shut the fuck up. I'm getting hot, Ed. Shut. I'm, the... It's fucking hot in Shut here, dude. Shut the fuck. I'm so I, I I don't even know how to address I don't even know where to start with that. It, look, man, I don't 
Brett Favre is just really good at throwing a ball really far. That's it. That's what I'm saying, and that's my point. It's like he's good at doing that and selling copper line pantyhose. I don't need his opinion on fuck all. Right. It's. I mean, and I'm not. It's not even to say like this. Like that. Um. It's not even like this thing that's like shut up and jump type of things because athletes can have an opinion. Is that you've shown time and time again through, um, your to the way you handled retirement, mm-hmm. to the way you had to the way you helped like Peter, the way you helped um, younger quarterbacks coming up, a young Aaron Rodgers, right? Like to the point of how you, how, how you send like you know blue picks to women. Like right. I don't know at this point why anyone listens to you for anything. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Uh, did you see, did you see him on Jeopardy? Oh yeah, I did. He's good. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, he's. I mean, he, he, like, like he's good. He's good in front of the camera. He's good in front of the camera. He's good in front of the camera. Like after, after, um, I be, I won't be surprised to see him do, like, I don't know, like other kind of commentary or something. Good representative does, of the name. After, after, he, um, after, he, after he leaves, but he's carrying the name very well. Yeah, I he's mean, probably yeah. on the Mount Rushmore of Aaron's. Like if we had to do a Mount yeah, Rushmore of Aaron's, yeah, he's, he's working. I mean, yeah, like who well, else is up there? Me, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Who else? Um, man. Uh, let's see, Aaron, Aaron. Uh, I mean, like Aaron Donald's pretty good too. Aaron Donald, yeah. Aaron Donald, apparently a hero. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you know stop the scuffle from happening. Yeah. Uh, fuck somebody else up. So Jesus, did you see that photo? I mean, like, look, man. When you see people like Aaron Donald size, like you don't. You just, you just you just gotta back. You gotta, you gotta, walk, you gotta, away. You gotta walk away. You dog. gotta walk away with your dignity. You gotta walk away with that, dog. Like, and, and even if you don't know, like, even if even if his size isn't, you know, with the deficit turn, he's Aaron Donald. Like, you probably you've seen his work. Yes. <laughs> like, you can just resume is out you, there. You can watch him on YouTube. Like, you don't want that kind of smoke. No. You know what I'm saying? So no. you should just walk away from that, dog. All right, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, me, and um. um uh, maybe that kid that played A.A. Ron in that uh, sketch, that Key and Peele sketch. <laughs> Which put him on there? I'm, 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 I know we can like Google famous errands. We can Google there. famous errands, but there's not many of us, man. Not many of us out there. Yeah. Dude. Sorry. Like, like Sorry. what is it with you? Like, what? I know you I like, stopped I, it. I, I stopped it. I didn't know you were a gun guy. I st- I'm not, but I, I stopped it. I gun guy. I stopped it. Like you I didn't could, fire all the way. Someone could get hurt. I didn't fire all the way. Someone like you got you. You can't mix up your electronic devices with firearms. You're right. Like someone could get seriously hurt when You're you right. do that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm gonna do better. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do better. Okay. I'm gonna make sure that this is a, This is the right button this time. Okay. Oh, fuck. That went to the floor. Oh. All right, stop. Oh, stop. I, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Sorry. I don't understand how you don't oh, know. You're definitely Soundboard. not getting it. Look at the look at the rug. You're not getting your deposit back. Look, imagine no, being so mad at this rug, at the so rug. At look at the fucking rug. She's going to be so mad. I'm sorry. Fuck. Maybe we should just put the safety on or something. Okay, yeah, I'll that put would the safety help. on. I'm gonna put the safety on. Okay, I'm gonna. Like, I don't know why you have a gun. I have the safety on because it's my Second Amendment right. Because you would have Ed. to have your, you, like, you'd have to have the safety on and then disengage the safety before you fire. So that will kind of be that will kind of stop you from like discharging the gun Look, inappropriately. This, just put the this, safety. This on. is my God-given right. Okay, to Je- put coals in my floor. Jesus Himself 
said to me, you can carry a gun wherever and whenever you want. I need to be on a conversation. To feel safe. I mean, like, my floor isn't safe, nor is my ceiling. I'm sorry about that. I hope that, the person above me is not home. You've, you've never been in my situation before, okay? You've never been in a stressful situation such as... This is very stressful. Such as, yeah, hosting a podcast, very stressful. No, but you shooting holes in my apartment is also very stressful. Well, you know what? You know what? Let's just move on. Let's just talk about... Let's talk about Ursher. Okay. Let's talk about Ursher Raymond, okay? And let's not bickering about the holes, all right? <laughs> Um, this is possibly the greatest troll job we've seen in, in quite some time. Yeah. I say, I say in the past hmm, five years. Yeah. Uh, Dateline. After Usher allegedly gave an exotic dancer money with his face on it. A representative for the strip club denied the story, but dancers are furious. It's been a tough year for dancers in the adult industry. In light of the closure of clubs during the pandemic, many dancers have had to scramble to make ends meet. Pivoting to platforms like OnlyFans or dancing for tips on IG Live. So when a dancer at Sapphire Las Vegas accused Usher of using counterfeit money with his face on it to tip, dancers across the country rallied behind her. On her Instagram story, a dancer who goes by at Love posted a photo of the Usher-branded bills. Ladies, what would you do if you danced all night for Usher and he threw this? She captioned the photo, elaborating in a follow-up post that the money did not have a trade-in value whatsoever. The post was initially picked up by other dancers' accounts and advocacy organizations before it made its way to gossip Instagram accounts like The Shade Room. With many online sleuths pointing out that Usher himself posted a photo of a clear briefcase filled with the fake money on his Instagram on April 3rd, to promote his upcoming, upcoming Las Vegas residency. A representative for Usher was unavailable for comment when contacted about the alleged incident. In an email to Rolling Stone, George M. Wilson IV, the director of marketing for Sapphire Las Vegas, denied the story, saying, apparently someone in his team left Usher dollars on the floor to promote his Las Vegas residency. That's where it seems the confusion came in, but real actual cash was used for tips. Wilson added that the musician was a true gentleman and a great guest at the club. Well, there you go. Just a whole big misunderstanding. Yeah, he just, instead of, like, the, the misunderstanding is, like, the shippers out there getting money? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's the big misunderstanding. And then they said they got Usher Bucks. Usher Bucks. That's the misunderstanding, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would make a lot of people very upset. That would make people upset, I would think. Yeah, like, you know, you think you're getting money and you get something with, Usher's face on it. has a which he has a has his profile on the bucks, mm -hmm. and it's he it has a very crisp fade like oh, it's, the it's, sharpest it's of fades. Very sharp. Jalen um, Rose esque. Profile. Yeah, yeah, it's, Ro it's very Rose esque. Very Rose. -esque. And he has that on the side mm -hmm. of the um of the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. And I, I I imagine if you were to go buy I don't know like some rap snacks or something mm -hmm. that they wouldn't take you know bills with. Usher face on it, no matter yeah. how Rosex the um, yeah. the fade is. Yeah, no, you might end up with a, a knee on the back of your neck. Yeah, which if you try to which everyone with. knows is not lethal, right? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, why else would we be? Why else would we be? Why else would we be like thinking like, you know, Diddy? Because I mean, everybody <laughs> knows a, a knee isn't going to do anything to anyone. Like, 
hell. I mean, yeah. Like, what are we? I mean, what are we talking? What are we about? talking about? We talking it's, about real shit? Or we talking was, about rhymes? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, uh, it was clearly carbon monoxide mm-hmm. and like Fentanyl. other stuff. Like, don't worry about like the nine minutes of asphyxiation by someone's knee. <laughs> That's not gonna do anything. <laughs> Which I mean, who, what is that? Who among us hasn't asphyxiated ourselves for nine minutes? Yeah, like I, I like, do it all I, the time. I did it earlier today. I did all the time. Like, like sometimes I'll just I'll I'll take a cheese it and you know I'll just throw it in the back of my throat mm-hmm. just because yeah like it's because it's Tuesday you know I'm just gonna liven things up just, you know take just take I just get a marble call them cheese it Tuesdays yeah just te- take a cheese it and just yeah flip it back there yep. just let it get lodged in the back of my throat and mm-hmm. close my windpipe up just yep. nine minutes you know yeah um but uh you know Usher being a Las Vegas resident now it seems to me that at one point. Getting residency in Vegas was sort of the end of your career. Like that's where you know uh, Neil Diamond went, and that's where um, oh, what's his face? I wouldn't uh, say it's the end of your career. I think it's you're just going to get the consistent bag. Right, exactly. Yeah. So now it's sort of switched from being like the twilight of your career to now it's like I can stay in one one city. Yeah, I can live in a hotel for free. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to travel. It's not a bad gig, and dog. I I perform like twice a night for three nights a week. It seemed like 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 people used to shun it, or like sh- I remember like I think when I was younger, people would say like, "Oh, he's in Vegas now, like mm-hmm. he's washed up." But I'm just like I'll think about the setup, and it's like you're just work- it's, you're working a nine to five basically, but not a nine to five. Yeah, you're, but you're still getting paid. Yeah, like probably frees up like a lot of your schedule. Exactly. So I'm just like, wow, how is this bad? Like, this it, is amazing. It's amazing. Right. Shout out to Usher. Shout out to, I think Britney Spears still does it. I think she does. I don't know. Um, but but yeah, man. Like, I mean, but even, but at the same time though, like now you're that guy that when you start to make a random club, they got to check that shit. Because mm-hmm. everyone, like every ship is going to be like, just, like, it, I want to see it make a random club and watch every ship just stop and just hold the bill up in the light. Yeah. Use those little like, markers to mark it the off. Whole, like, the, like, like as soon as, he just, as soon as his bills just hit, <laughs> The fucking air, like the whole place is gonna stop, and you're gonna see people have like counterfeit markers, yep. and they'll be holding up to like the, the fucking black lights and shit. You're just gonna have black lights in the club now, yeah, because so you can see them. Yeah, on the floor. so that's that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of cost to your reputation though, because now, because now you're that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it'll all blow over. Like we won't remember this. I mean, the shippers will remember it. They never forget. They will never forget. Like I mean, come on, you're you're throwing you're, you're throwing Monopoly money in the club, dog. Yeah. Like that, and you're famous. Like no one's gonna forget you doing that. Uh, you're a strip club connoisseur. Yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat. Who's the most famous person you've ever seen in a strip club? Um, I think it was James. Mm. Yeah. Hey, uh, interesting tidbit. Yeah. So, you know how Harden's been hurt for the past couple of weeks, right? Uh-huh. Turns out, got a news report today, he will be traveling with the team Absolutely. to yeah. Miami. Of course it would be. I mean, he's why, that dedicated to, why to would the he team. Not? Why would he not? Why would he not? He loves to play. Look, man. Look, man. And I've heard Miami is a, you know, decent city. Look, man. It's a lovely city. Look, man. Probably probably stuff to do there that he can, you know, get into. Here like here's a here here's what I'm saying about Jay Power. Like I like you can like I don't see how you could no one can shape the effort for doing that. Never. You can't. Never. You can't, dog. Like you can say say what you want about like, I don't know, his game or her something in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fair criticism. Yep. But you can't no, no. Because he, because think about, think about this though. As much as he's a connoisseur of strip clubs, he's still putting up fifty dog. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Who can? I mean, if the, how is that not more impressive? It's pretty remarkable. I'm just saying, like that's, yeah. I mean, dedicated guy. That's great. Like it's a great store for the guy that's like goes to the gym, mm-hmm. works hard. Mm-hmm. Like no shit on the guy, but a guy that can go to the strip club mm-hmm. 
and just make it rain all night and yeah. eat wings and pasta. They come back the next day and give you 52. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, that's fucking impressive. Like, I... I can't, I can't knock it. It's I can't knock amazing. It. I like, can't knock great. it. Like, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised he's in Miami. No. I'm sure that Miami is very happy to have him there. I'm, oh, dude, you got to imagine <laughs> that, like, when certain players come to the city, they, they take extra... Yeah, extra miles to yeah. to make them you know a little bit more. Like welcome. when John Wall came here, like we're like we welcome John Wall. Uh huh. Yeah, and, I, I'm, and I'm sure that Brooklyn. I don't know. Like I don't know the I don't know the scene is in Brooklyn. Uh, well, the strip club scene, in as far as I know, in New York City is not great. Yeah, but even still, like you're like you got local. Like he's he's the guy now. So whatever yeah. club you do have there, they're allowed to recover for James. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I wouldn't actually be surprised if. Uh, you remember how in at the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters at the very end credit scene where they're showing like news reports of all the kaiju like walking like the earth now and like their radiation was affecting the planet like oh like the rainforest is coming back after the kaiju's radiation yeah, uh, spread. I yeah, can't imagine that like when you know Harden touches down in Brooklyn someone's going. like you know what we should probably launch this strip club yes. idea right now yes. and then like he just kind of as he as yes, he treads he, the earth, yeah, he just, he just builds a shipper scene. Yes, yeah, and, and he's just yeah. like it's just like affecting the economy that's, around him. That's that's fucking dope. He's 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 like LeBron for ship clubs, like <laughs> like LeBron's like LeBron like similar like Cleveland's economy. He's like that for just a shipper. Just scene. a like championship just, city. Yeah, he's just like I like your stripper game is gonna be live now that I'm here. Yeah. Like, yep, buckle up, buckle up, buckaroos. Is that a new gun? Another gun? That sounds like a rail gun. Like, uh, what is that? Uh, I got this off of uh, Craigslist. Is that that still exists? Yeah. Do you what? It's uh well. Why I, are you I, on Craigslist? I bought some of the parts on Craigslist, and I bought some of the other parts on a different website, and then I bought the rest of the parts off the dark web, and then I put it all together. Why are you making like? Well, because Ed, it's Texas, and I can. You know, I don't need a fucking permit to conceal carry. Did you read? Do you read the news? Why do you need a railgun though? Like, that's... why not? Why not? So many reasons why not. You don't know. You... Okay. If somebody walks into your your door, you know, tries to take your house, what are you gonna do, huh? How are you gonna defend yourself? Well, according to what you did, is now you're gonna blow off the your you blow out the patio with yeah. your ray with and your railgun. Beautiful outside, and you got this nice, gorgeous opening. I really opened up your floor space. Now you're welcome. Jeez, man. You're I mean, welcome. I don't know how I'm gonna explain this to Amanda. Well, you know, if you if you play your cards right, you won't have to. You may not be allowed here anymore. I mean, that's fine. I'm allowed everywhere else. Actually, you know what? I don't respect that. I don't respect that whatsoever. This is America. I can go wherever I want, whenever I want, and I don't have to take any shit. So there. How about that? Suck that in your pie hole, you libtard. Fucking snowflake. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. You push me to the edge. You just went like right wing um, insult barrage. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Didn't feel good. Did not feel good at all. <laughs> I feel kind of shitty by saying all that stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, who do you got for the spotlight this week? I'm going to spotlight Issa Rae. And, Issa Rae? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember seeing her first when she was doing an awkward black girl on, on uh, YouTube. Yep. And even though she hasn't, she's, she's kind of like new. I guess new-ish. New-ish. If you, if you compare, like I mean, she's been doing this for a while, but mm-hmm. 
Like I mean, like because I think Aqua Black was like in twenty thirteen. Yeah, certainly to the uh, the mainstream audience, she's yeah, she's, uh, pretty, she's a new yeah, arrival. She's been around for a minute. She's been working on it pretty pretty stuff. But one thing I like about her and her content is that it's kind of like part of a wave of young content I'm seeing is that's not about that's that has black people. It's not about like them suffering. Like, oh. it's, can like, we talk for a second about this movie? Um, Two Distant Strangers for a second? I, didn't, I've, I heard about it. I have not seen it. Yeah. But between that and um, what's the other one? The fucking Them? Yeah. Uh, you know, this whole subgenre of black turmoil, yeah. black strife, black pain, black anguish that is being repurposed for entertainment value. Yeah, dude. I ain't fucking with it, dog. It's not great. It it's, sucks. It feels it, it it feels off like cuz I I don't I don't want to have to see like actors that I like mm-hmm. and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, like like Judas and the Black Messiah was a great movie. Uh-huh. But it was also it was really hard to watch though. Like mm-hmm. it's and that's how I feel about all the movies that you see. Like it's never you like I don't like I watched the movie and it's a good movie like the 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 performances are great but I don't feel good when I leave it. You know what I mean? Like, right. and that's the thing. Like, I don't like. I like. Like, I I think Dan Kaluuya deserves an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. I deserve that. I think that you know, Lakeith Stanford did great. I think that a lot of people did great in that movie. Right. But sometimes, like, but I know that they're talented actors, and I don't always have. To, I don't want to keep having to watch them in shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I totally, hundred percent. Like, like, I like. I like seeing them in like in like Black Panther. And see, or, here's the thing: is that like. When they sign on to a project, like they probably don't know what's going to get greenlit in the next couple of months. Yeah. So they do Judas and the Black Messiah, and they think, great, we did a great film, we told a great story, and then now all these other projects start popping up, and it's starting to look like a wave is coming in. So like we started off with a bunch of movies about slavery and Jim Crow and Antebellum South, and then now we're starting to move into just like horror genres and yeah. um, you know autobiographical or biographical films and like and then like these weird retellings of like current social debates and it's just like I I I get it like I understand what they're trying to do with telling these stories because you want people to stay engaged and you want people to stay informed yeah. and understand um uh, you know, storytelling from the black perspective. But at the same time, like we fucking just look like all we deal with is just pain and struggle and, and heartbreak. Yes, it. And sometimes I just want to see fucking people partying. Yeah. Some people, are, sometimes I just want to see a, a guy who dresses up like a cat and goes out and stops bad guys. Yeah. Sometimes I want to see uh, a guy who puts on a hoodie and punches his way through a trap house. Right. Sometimes I want to watch uh, a, a a woman that can control uh, the weather, and 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 her eyes glow white. Yep. I realized I just named three super superheroes. I realized I realized I just named three superhero movies and characters. But that's what I fucks with. Or you just, or like or like I was like like when you or when you watch Insecure, it's just young black people just navigating through being young black young and black. That's it. It's not about. Like oh man, it's like it's like it's, there's no one like yelling at her like to use a different water fountain or <laughs> getting like a police escort to school or yep. whatever the fuck. It's like 
look. Just regular ass life. Yeah, it's regular ass life. Just a show about nothing. Yeah, that's like it. we 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 deserve our own Seinfeld. We deserve a fucking Seinfeld. Like yeah, we just like like living single, mm. like things like that, you know. And like that was kind of like the beginning of it. Yep. But I feel like like Easter right now is kind of like and other the young black creators too. Like I think Lena Waithe has made a few things too. Like I think twenty. I, I've seen her show twenty. It's pretty good. I don't fuck with Lena Waithe. Are we work for content? No, because the Queen and Slim, Queen Queen and Slim is essentially it is that no it that is shit. and it is but and I feel like and she I, did them too and I and that's, that's the thing it's like so I wonder sometimes it's like do you have to do this stuff to get your other stuff though you know what I'm saying like I wonder if like you have to if yeah, if probably. that's if that's the price you have to pay like I gotta do this so I can do this probably because she's has some other content that's just not about like. You know, black suffering mm-hmm. so much. You know. It does seem that like the Queen and Slim and them is getting more publicity than the other projects she's worked on in the past. Like I think, like like one of her shows, The Shy, I think is like a great balance of both. Like mm-hmm. it'll show like the ups and the downs. Like it'll show like the darker parts of like you know being black, but also shows like the lighter parts of it. Like there's some really like beautiful moments in the show as well. Yeah. So it's like. You want to see stuff that's at least like even at least nuanced in that way. You right. know what I'm saying? But like stuff that we get is just struggle and strife and yeah. Mississippi burning, and it's like fuck, dude. Seriously, like, imagine if you were like okay, if you're a if you're a white woman listening to this, imagine if all of the Oscar nominated movies and all the Golden Globe shows were about women that survived a rape. It was like Lifetime, basically a Lifetime. Yeah, lineup. or a, or a domestic beating. Yeah, dude. Or like uh, an eating disorder. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's the same kind of shit. It is, dude. It really is. So shout outs to her and yeah, shout out to like Issa Rae. Like that are just making things like it's not about just suffering all the time. Great smile, by the way, Issa Rae. Yeah, great skin, great smile. <laughs> um, my spotlight this week is going to go to a guy named Leland Devin Melvin. Does that name ring a bell to you? Doesn't. Okay. If you Google astronaut dog photo, this is going to be the photo that came up. Because this is the guy that went viral after he took his uh, NASA profile photo with his dogs. And he has the biggest smile on his face. And everyone was like, oh my God, look at those dogs. They're so adorable. This is so cool. This guy is fucking awesome. And you're right. He is awesome. Because Melvin was a, uh, he attended Heritage High School, and then he went to the University of Michigan out in Virginia on a football scholarship. A football scholarship. That's right. This guy was a jock, and then he turned into a nerd. Or was he a nerd, and then it turned into a jock? Or was he a knock or a jerd, a nerd who happens to also be a jock? These are big ass dogs too. Big ass dogs, right? They're big ass dogs. Like they're like one of the, they're like they're. He's just like they photo. Like there's one photo where it's just like most, it's mostly dog. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's like a half and half thing. It's like it's me, and then these dogs, and that's the photo. It's a fantastic photo. It, it's 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 very heartwarming. I can't I, I can't even lie. He's it's, got a bachelor degree in chemistry, and he has a master's in material science and engineering. Um, he uh. Played football at the University of Richmond. Um, <laughs> and interestingly enough, he reported to the Dallas Cowboys in the spring of 1986, I believe. Wow. Um, but he was uh, drafted by the Detroit Lions. Man. Okay. That's dope, Doug. It is dope, right? But he had pulled his hamstring. He had uh-huh. two hamstring injuries, and uh, that ended his career. So you know what he decided to do? Crazy. 
He went to go to fucking NASA. This dude said, like, you know what? I got hurt in, and he got hurt in football. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to space. I'm gonna go to space, dog. And I'm become a fucking astronaut. This earth shit's for the birds, yo. <laughs> um he's retired currently from NASA and he does like STEM lectures now and his experiences in space to a wide range of audiences, as well as talking about his football career in the NFL. Man, that's wow. I know, right? Wow. What a fucking dude. That dude, yeah, like he sounds like he sound he sounds like one of those like unreal like like this will be a backstory for just like a Marvel superhero like he did this stuff and he he like he he played football and then he went to space so he's like really smart and also also very athletic mm-hmm. and then also he just puts on a mask now he's like I don't know the space avenger or some shit like it's just <laughs> like it's that's he sounds like one of those mythical people, like you know, like Bruce Wayne. He's like training all these martial arts, and mm-hmm. also is a billionaire. And it's like, how does that person even exist? Right. <laughs> yeah, we just finished talking about like content that would be better to serve yes. in our community. This is certainly a biography that I would want to see right. a movie be made into. Yeah, like this would be fucking something to watch, huh? Like I hurt my, I hurt my, I hurt my, I ended my career in football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to space. Going to space. And then I'm going to hang out with my dogs. Yeah. And I'm going to go talk to the children. Inspire the youth. Man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There's our spotlight for the week. That's a great one. Thank you. I was saving that one for like a better time. But like. I like it. You know, we needed that today. Like, like we it. needed some positivity for the week. So dope. Do you have an education for the week? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, tasers are plastic and guns are metal. Pretty good show this week. Yeah. If I had to rate that show, I'd rate it a 9.7 out of 10. Dope. Yeah. I also would like to end the show by naming the um, uh, the the names that didn't make the cut. Uh-huh. Um, Patrick Stewart. Oh, okay. Sinead O'Connor. Goddamn. Bruce Willis. Oh, big old Bruce. Billy Corbin. Love Billy Corbin. Moby. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Oh, the germaphobe. Howie Mandel. George Costanza. Lex Luthor. Mm. Popeye. <laughs> Is Popeye bald? Popeye is bald. I thought he hat. always wore a hat. He, no, he always wore a hat, but under the hat, no hair. No hair, huh? Yeah. Charles Xavier. Okay. Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier. Yeah, it's double duty. Double duty. Double duty. Double okay. dipping. Okay. Um, Uncle Fester. Yep. Cop from Baking Bread. Uh, <laughs> I know that guy, but I don't know his exactly. name. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Like, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Present day John Travolta. Yeah, he's certainly bald. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Also bald. Oh, I got a triple duty. Captain John Luke Picard. Damn. Patrick hit the but he's like three times. <laughs> he's hitting it for a cycle today. <laughs> he really is. Oh, and my favorite, Kingpin. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yeah, so those are honorable mentions. Honorable mentions for our favorite bald white dudes. Yes. Uh, shout out to you. Thank you for all you do in inspiring us and also confusing us for racist white pieces of shit in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you.
Alligator Productions.